When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 97 Chakras, episode 318. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras, and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, host and founder of My 7 Chakras, the show where we provide you ancient wisdom, inspiring stories and insights that will help you transform your life. So if you are new to our show, then know that you are at the right place. place now before we dive into today's episode i'd like to thank the following people who've recently donated to our movement on paypal emily brandy raquel nicholas karen and erin thank you so much for your donation it means a lot to us action tribe if you love our show and enjoy the episodes that i produce for you each and every week then make sure that you give us a one time donation uh, to support us the link you need is my7chakras.com/support that's my7chakras.com/support all right so our guest for today is a former italian supermodel turned best selling author spiritual teacher transformational coach environmental and animal activist and author of 13 books her best selling book a whole new life which we're going to talk about today was first published in italian and is now translated into eight languages including an english version published by hay house india growing up in africa she often caused her parents hearts to skip a beat when she befriended the wildlife from lizards to crocodiles Until this day she remains a passionate animal rights activist she's a master firewalking trainer an NLP and neurosemantics trainer and a recognized international life coach so action tribe please welcome Lucia Giovannini thank you AJ and thank you so much for inviting me i'm so pleased to be here so are you ready to inspire Yes, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So thanks a lot for joining us today. And like we begin each and every episode, we start with some inspiration. So, what is your favorite inspirational quote and how do you go about applying it in your life? So, um it's a quote that I'm sure you know about because it's very famous actually and it's be the change you want to see in the world by Gandhi. And um why is it so important for me? it has to do with integrity mm-hmm. it has to do with you know uh walking your talk uh and it doesn't mean to be perfect because of course i'm not perfect at all <laughs> <laughs> and i think i mean uh when we are still living in in this body there's always something you know we need to work on and it, that's the beauty of life but the idea is at least 
to um, bring what we know mm. into practice. Um, what, there's an expression we use in neurosemantics and it's called from mind to muscle. And it means there are so many things we know, so many concepts that we know about everything, you know, about which food is good for us, uh, which kind of thinking is good for us, which kind of physical activity is good for us. But how much of that do we actually do? Do we actually put into practice? And also, you know, how to um, how to interact with people uh, in order to create meaningful relationships, for example, with our family, but not only with our friends, with our colleagues, with people we meet in the street. Mm -hmm. um, we, I mean, in the spiritual um, um, arena, in the spiritual field, we talk so often about we are all one. You know, this mm -hmm. connectedness between people. And that's a concept, that's a beautiful concept, but how much do we really, you know, embody it fully? That's why be the change you want to see in the world is the quote that I love so much. Got it. So the U Action Tribe, if you are watching right now, make sure that you implement from mind to muscle and also be the change that you wish to see in the world. If you're watching this and if you're enjoying it so far, make sure that you hit that share button. It just takes a second, but it makes a huge difference to how many people actually watch, end up watching the stream and this podcast. All right. So Lucia, what inspired you to write your book, A Whole New Life? Well, I've been working, I think it's approximately 25 years. Mm. You know, I've been working with people in different countries, like I'm Italian, so of course in Italy, but not just in Italy, I've been working and teaching uh, workshops and personal development, different kind of, of uh, retreats and, and um, um, seminars um, in several parts of the world, like in Europe, in Asia, and um, what I found, and, and also for private groups and also for big companies. And what I found is that there's a, like a common element, mm -hmm. something that we all as human beings need to go through at a certain point in our life, and it is change. Because somehow we need to face change in certain moments in our life. And uh, change becomes um, the base of our problems in, in two ways, because we either want to change that is not happening, mm -hmm. and then we suffer, then we get frustrated, then we get impatient, um, then we think, oh, I won't be happy until th this and this happens, and it's a big trap, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, when we are in a relationship, often we want the other person to change, not us, but the other person, and this, again, is a big trap. On the other side, um, we maybe we are happy in our life and we don't want any any change. We are happy in our job, in our family, but sadly, life pushes us, you know, to change. And uh, what I'm talking about, uh, imagine losing a job or breakup in a relationship or even, you know, in a, like illness or something. So uh, those are the changes that life throws at us and. Uh, we can't do anything about that because it's out of our, you know, power zone. But mm -hmm. at the same time, um, we can always change our attitude towards that. And so A Whole New Life is a book about change. It's a kind of a guide to, to help us 
face change in both ways, face unwanted change, and at the same time, create the changes we want in our life. And I think it's so important because if there's one constant in life, one certainty, it is change. Got it, got it. Yeah, that's so true, right? I mean, I think it's important that you brought this topic that a lot of times we want change. And most of the times we look at others to change, whether it's people around us or the government or the educational system, which is true. We want change and we crave for that difference. Uh, but uh, you said that, you know, you sort of imply that maybe that's not uh, what we should be doing. What we should indeed be doing is, um, you know, understanding what is happening within us and change our outlook towards, you know, what's happening around us. Uh, and that should, that is going to be a much more effective way. And we're going to go deeper into that as well. Yes. But let's for a moment go back in time. How was it like growing up in Africa? <laughs> it was, it was uh, incredible. Actually, I grew up between Africa and Italy. So two different, okay. completely different cultures, um, completely different environments. And uh, Africa, I think, I, I, I mean, it gave me this, this um, profound and deep connection with nature, nature mm -hmm. and animals, and uh, which is still a central part of who I am, a central part of my work. Mm -hmm. And um, so th this beautiful landscape, nature, uh, wild animals. So yeah, and and uh, and on the other side, th there was Italy, which was more, you know, on tradition and and lifestyle and yeah, that kind of environment. Got it, got it. So uh, you said that you you grew up uh, in Africa, and of course, in your book, you state that things were not always perfect, right? So you did, you did have the beautiful wildlife, but there was a lot of, I guess, uh, violence and maybe some yes. uh, civil war in a sense when you were yes. growing up? Yes, yes. Well, actually, um, a part of my um, adolescence I lived, uh, was spent in Nigeria. Okay. And Nigeria is not an easy, was not an easy country, and I think mm. it's still not an easy country. And um, and there, I think the, the period I was there, I think we we uh, we had like three or four, you know, like civil wars mm. and uh, and all kinds of riots and 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 I think and and, and not just there because also the, the other countries I lived were Zambia, Tanzania, which were yeah. more uh, peaceful in terms of politics, but still a lot of poverty. I saw, you know. At that mm -hmm. time, and now I think it has changed. But at that time, there was really there, there were there were people dying because they didn't have enough food, or dying for illnesses, animals dying for poachers because uh, poachers would you know kill them. Mm -hmm. And so, I think that that kind of suffering uh, was what what prompted me to to then you know do something to possibly eliminate or at least ease the suffering in the world. And again, that's part of my of my mission. And, and I think that in terms of human suffering, most of our human suffering is totally self-inflicted. I mean, we inflict that on, on ourselves and, on, and on, on other people by our way of thinking, by our way of behaving, by our fears. Mm -hmm. And also, of course, you um, nature suffering and animal suffering. It's all you know done by by humans. So we can definitely right. change that. We need to change that. 
Got it. So you had all of these things happening as you, you know, you were growing up, you were in those countries, you noticed uh, suffering, violence, um, malnourishment, right, for animals yeah. as well. And so that played a role in your, up, uh, you know, in, in your growing up. Now, you mentioned that you were a supermodel, right? So from being a supermodel to wanting to become a spiritual teacher, how did that, yeah. you know, transition happen? <laughs> again through suffering my own mm. suffering so i've always been interested in spirituality since i was a child basically mm. you know i was asking a lot of questions as a child and normal children ask you know why is the sky blue why are why do flowers smell i was going around asking every adult i would meet i, I would ask uh, what's the meaning of life where do we come from? Where do we go when we die? And people were very embarrassed. <laughs> and, uh, and so when I was like 14 years old, I started mm. reading Freud and Jung uh, and Eastern spirituality. So it was really something deeply ingrained in me. But then when I grew a little older, like in my after, I mean, last years of, of uh, like beginning of college, um, I totally uh, one day I, I was uh, taking a friend of, of a girlfriend of mine uh, mm -hmm. to a selection for models and I wasn't really I was just there to take her I wasn't really mm -hmm. thinking about myself and they and they selected me so I said well okay you know and for me it was just something you know to to pay for my my education why mm -hmm. not you know in my free time but then it became a real profession and 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 I enjoyed it for a while, and 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 the first years, I I think I totally forgot my spiritual part. You know, I was so immersed in that in that world, mm. traveling the world, getting very well paid, uh, and then all my friends were models. You know, I, I got married to a model himself, so I was totally immersed there, and I was sort of forgetting my my spiritual side my spiritual practices everything i sort of stopped meditating yeah i would meditate once in a while you know at mm. the, the backstage of, of some fashion shows i would lead some meditations but it was just once in a while before that i, ha I used to have a, a regular meditation practice and so i think at a, at a certain moment i mean it was not out of the blue because it started slowly but i started feeling depressed Mm. like i i had it all my life was glamorous but i i was not happy at all like i would wake up in the morning and look uh, i don't want to you know uh, go to work i don't want to do anything i would have stayed in bed all day if i, if mm -hmm. I could and um, and even if i didn't use that this word at the time but now mm. i recognize it it was depression, was depression. and so yeah and so and i think it was my soul you know um uh speaking it was my soul that was was saying hey come on you know you get out of there and and go back to your path right uh, yeah and and it was not easy because you know as i said um i tried to speak to my husband to other friends but they they wouldn't understand they they, they asked me why what do you need what do you want <laughs> and, and and i had no words to explain what, what what you know i was going through and what i wanted so that's where i started attending personal development workshop mm -hmm. and i and i fell in love with with that area with the arena i went back to to the university 
to, to um, and I attended psychology course, etc. To, to start, and I started training while I was still a model. I was starting. I, I started again, you know, my education mm-hmm. uh, on on psychology and and several other methodologies. Yeah. And there, yeah. And then my depression got so bad that I decided to quit everything and and just you know start mm. this new adventure. Got it, got it. So it's wonderful that you sort of had this uh, anchor point, right? Because of the experiences that you had earlier on um, in meditation and reading these books that you that you read. So that was sort of like an anchor point. And then when you went down the <laughs> other route of being a model, uh, you know, it's funny how life has a way of coming back whole circle. And then yeah. your soul was craving to go back to those experiences where it felt that deep sense of connection. I guess, um, and you felt a little bit empty and a little bit depressed. And it's great that you, you know, you, you sort of went more and more back to square one. I mean, not square one, but in, as a whole different individual, I guess, and back into yeah. the path of spirituality. So yeah, talk to I, us I, about, I, sorry, go ahead. I know, sorry, I just wanted to add this little piece because I think it's important. I didn't recognize it as, 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 uh, as I'm, I mean, uh, as it is. What I what I can see now at the moment, I, I didn't recognize it immediately. So what I tried to do when I felt this depression is mm. I tried just not to think about it, to distract myself, you, you know, with shopping, with traveling, with, with anything, with food, with anything, uh, because it was too difficult for me to, to deal with the idea of changing my life. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's something that that it's so common you know uh and and it was only like after a couple of years when my depression got bad then Mm -hmm. then i i said okay i need to to just accept it as it is and do something about it but for Mm -hmm. a couple of years i was just you know oh not noticing (laughs) yeah yeah so so i mean i think that's a very interesting you know juncture to be in where you were at that point uh, you felt the sense of emptiness. You wanted that change, but you were doing things so that you could curb it. So how did you go about deciding what vocation or what path to sort of transition your career into as a model? Because yeah. the spiritual field is huge, right? It's vast. And there could have been many directions that you could have taken. So how do you, how did you go about deciding? Because I think you went first into psychology, right? You started taking these classes. So uh, yeah. if somebody is at this point, how, what advice do you have for them? Um, so, um, yeah, I went into psychology and then because the, that's what I had started before. Uh, okay. So I went back to psychology. But at the same time, uh, since I started attending personal development um, workshops and one of the workshops was Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Mm. And, and I loved that method so much because it was easy, very okay. easy but not simple or simple but not simplistic mm. um it, it was uh, very immediate uh and uh, very uh, applicable to my life um and so that's where i started from um and of course i'm also a reiki master i mean i, I, I then i did many trainings but but i th- the first one was really the louise hay the heal your life one um and and so i saw the effects on my life and uh, since i felt called to help other people who were in the same situation uh that's the first training i took 
mm-hmm. and then and, and it was also the, the first workshops I, I, I offered as a, as a, as a teacher. Um, and, and how do you choose? Well, of course, the, there's a vast, uh, as you said, there are so many, even in the spiritual field, yeah. um, and not to go into psychology, because into psychology as well, there, there are different kinds of different spe- specialties. But um, even in the spiritual field, I think uh, one of the best way to decide is what worked for you. Mm. Uh, if you, because now, for example, I have six different. I I founded and and I still uh, teach in six different uh, coaching and 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 training schools. Um, so we teach fire. We train in firewalking. We train people in neurosemantics and NLP and heal your life by Louise and breath work and for color. So, uh, but definitely of course one could ask okay how do i choose and some people ask me okay how do i choose and definitely the the method has to work for you Mm. because if it doesn't work for you if if you don't embody it and then here we become to be the change you want to see in the world if you don't embody it if you don't use it for yourself then you'll have difficulties in you know teaching it and, and and going deep with with that method so mm-hmm. um, yeah, that that will I think it, it's the, the 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 best way to go. Got it, got it. Now in your book, of course, you go into detail about how a person can you know change their life. But for someone listening right now, eagerly, what is that first step towards transforming their life? So the first step I think is clarity, clarity okay. on where we are, where a person is in terms of. Uh, where we are in, in the several areas of our, our life, where we are in our work, uh, where we are in our relationship, romantic relationship, relationship with friends and, and families, where we are with our health. And for me, health is not just the up, when I speak about health, it's not just uh, absence of illnesses, you know, no illnesses. That's not mm-hmm. health. I mean, that yeah. is also health, but health also means uh, vitality, uh, clarity, mm-hmm. focus, um, and so that uh, where you are in your prosperity, relationship with money, and so on and so forth. And uh, b- because too often, again, we are distracted. We our mind is elsewhere. Our mind is always. Uh, our focus is always external. So, mm-hmm. but but the thing is that it's our life. So we need to, to focus internally to bring our right. focus inside and ask ourselves, okay, where am I? Uh, because I, I think that, as I said, there is one constant in life and it's change. Uh, so the the real question is not, do I want to change or or don't I want to change? But in which direction am I changing? Because we are changing anyway. Mm-hmm. But are we reacting or are we responding to the changes of life, for example? Are right. we resisting or are we flowing? Um, so as time goes by, are we becoming wiser, more peaceful, uh, more loving or not? So right. th- that's the clarity I- I- I'm talking about. And these coaching questions really help to 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 have this kind of clarity which which we can also call awareness mm. so the first step yeah. would be awareness and also awareness on okay where i am and also where i want to go where i want oh, to okay. be 
what do I want to have? But before have also, I mean, we can ask what do I want to have, but also which kind of person do I want to be? Action Tribe challenges and difficult circumstances have a way of coming at us out of nowhere and when least expected. Is there something that is stressing you out or preventing you from achieving your goals? Because better help online counseling can definitely support you. Whether you're experiencing depression, stress or anxiety, or you're in a difficult relationship or a family conflict, or you're just not able to get good sleep, you can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment from the comfort of your home no matter where in the world you are and the best part is that if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge and my seven chakras listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code action tribe so why not try them out right go to betterhelp.com action tribe simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you love. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash A-C-T-I-O-N-T-R-I-B-E. That's betterhelp.com slash action tribe. Okay, got it, got it. So there you go, Action Tribe. I hope you are listening, watching, taking down notes. Uh, the first step towards transforming your life is to get some clarity uh, and to build your awareness about where you are in different aspects of your life, whether it's um, your health, your finances, your work, your relationship um, your with your intimate uh, ones, as well as your relationship with the world around you. But just to take a stock of where you are, as well as based on where you are, where you're currently moving, so that you build that awareness, and then you can, you know, take the next steps. Now, uh, Lucia, you do mention about the three A's in your books, yeah. the three A's of transformation. Yeah. Could you yeah. talk to our audience a bit about that? Because I yeah. think that is powerful. Yeah, the three A's uh, are related to self-esteem, which is okay. another another uh, topic which is fundamental in transformation. Because okay. if we don't develop this self-esteem, uh, we won't be able to... I mean, uh, I was going to say we won't be able to create the, the transformations we want, but we can make some transformation still, mm. but it's fake transformation. I don't know how right. to put it. it. It won't stick. It won't last. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, so self-esteem is the base because if we don't love ourselves, then we'll do things for the wrong reasons. We'll mm. achieve goals. Maybe we'll, we'll still achieve goals, but for the wrong reason, to prove ourselves or to mm. prove our parents or to, you know, uh, to hypercompensate some luck we think mm. we have and and it's not the right energy so the three a's are acceptance appreciation and awe or admiration what does it mean accepting uh, our darkest sides accepting our uh, failures um, knowing that it, it, there's no failure really but only feedback it's the yeah. feedback from life you know if uh, if we weren't able to you know do achieve something we just found a way how not to do that thing right. so we we just learned a lesson so accepting um th- th- there's various parts of our life which we are not proud of for example knowing that uh, we all make mistakes and it's normal to make mistakes actually making mistakes is the only way to learn something new 
Look mm. at children when they they learn to walk, they fall so many times, and uh, and uh, we were all those children. I mean. So we fell and it was okay. When we were children, it was okay. Now it's no more okay. Now we can't make mistakes. <laughs> and, and so accepting our mistakes, uh, accepting our body for what it is, accepting our emotions, any kind of emotions. Because also, you know, when we think, I mean, in a way I teach positive uh, psychology and I teach positive thinking with, with Louise Hay and, and Heal Your Life. But many people have a, have a wrong idea of what positive thinking is, because positive thinking isn't just oh you always have to be happy. Because of mm. course there will be there will be moments where uh, we are not happy, we will be sad, we will be angry, and those are all normal emotions. Mm. So accepting any emotion, of course, the idea is not is not to stay in that emotion for your whole day or whole month or whole life. Mm -hmm. So the first step is acceptance. Second step is appreciation. And what do we appreciate? We appreciate the good that it is within us, our talents, our capacities, and the good that it is in our life. Because mm -hmm. we so often give all this for granted. We don't, you know, notice what is good. Yeah. We only focus on what we lack, on what mm -hmm. we miss. Uh, and so, um, of course, we need whatever we focus on uh, it expands in our life so if we keep on focusing on what we lack what we miss what we don't have uh, maybe also comparing ourselves to others then we are doomed to to you know live a, a life of hell mm -hmm. and and the idea with appreciation is start you know noticing even even our small results even our small uh, successes and then there is all an admiration and all or admiration is not of course for what we do oh i'm i admire my book no it's not that mm -hmm. uh, i appreciate that you know i'm able to write i appreciate that my book helps so many people thousands of people around the world and this uh, i am so thankful for you know to god or or spirit for having inspired me uh, but awe and admiration is for our soul. It is for the spark of, of light that it is within us. And it, it is not only in some of us, it's in all of us. So it's recognizing that we are part of the divine creation. Uh, and so honoring ourselves. Uh, and with that, uh, when we really honor ourselves, criticizing ourselves. Because when we criticize ourselves, we are actually criticizing a creature of God. We are criticizing mm. spirit. So that's uh, in, in a few... Um, almost immediately raise your vibration, right? Because yes. in, in, in saying these words, the three A's, and then also feeling the emotions, you can't help but feel much better. Acceptance for everything that is happening in your life and that has transpired. Appreciation for uh, whatever you have in life right now and just feeling that gratitude as well as admiration or awe uh, for the magical creation that you are. Uh, so I yeah. think that's a wonderful, wonderful three A's that we can always remember in our life. Now, you write about goal setting in, in your yeah. book. What have people got wrong, maybe, or what mistakes do people tend to make when it comes to goal setting? Many. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first mistake has to do with the kind of goals we, oh. we go about. Because so many people, what I notice is that so many people are uh, spend the whole life 
pursuing goals, you know, uh, trying to achieve goals that are not really their goals, mm-hmm. are their family goals. Are they like because they are family in our family? We are all doctors, so we expect you to be a doctor, mm. you know. Yeah. And and if we want to prove our, our dad or our mom that we are worthwhile, then we'll be fantastic doctors. Yeah, except that being doc, being a doctor is not something that our soul was meant to do. Mm. It's not something that our soul really wants. Uh, and this is just, you know, uh, or a lawyer or an engineer. This is just an example. And so um, we really need to to be careful and and feel those goals under and ask ourselves uh, if I could do anything, if if uh, I had no pressure for from anyone, from the society, from my parents, from from my spouse or partner, from anyone, what would I do? If I had a magic want and could you know magically just do like this uh, and and what and i could change anything in the world in my yeah. life what what would i change so in a way it it we need to think outside the box because if we stay in the box then even the goals risk to be you know like like not really our goals recently in, in, a, in a whole new life workshops workshop here in italy there was a there was a, a 30 years old uh, boy who um, I mean he, who just got a degree in engineering mm-hmm. but he didn't care about engineering and and he said right. it has been so difficult for me now I need to you know to get a career as an engineer because I know it, it, I mean the the the, the, um, the salary is very good etc but if I think about my life like that ah I, I get you know stomachache and and his passion was playing guitar and he okay. was a fa- actually playing guitar during a break in in the workshop and and he's a fantastic guitar playing and and singer so can you imagine i mean he, because of the expectation from his family yeah he pursued and also from society pursued that 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 career yeah, and and in fact, after the seminar, he he go went back to to taking guitar lessons, and and uh, a few days ago, he had his first performance as a guitarist, and of right. course, his family is up, is upset, but he's totally happy. So, right. <laughs> so this is this is the first, um, and and then there are there are a few other mistakes. If you want, I can talk about that. Yeah. Another mistake is um, having uh, putting too much pressure on ourselves for those mm. goals, um, like setting a goal and then continuously, and, and I know it's not easy, continuously, you know, asking, okay, it hasn't happened yet. It has. What day is it today? Okay, it has. You know, um, uh, because th- th- there's a, there's a fine line between. Uh, uh, putting all your energy in your goal, which is okay, and uh, becoming attached, super attached to the outcome. Right. So the idea, and it's the attachment that creates suffering. So it, the, the idea uh, is to, to set your goals with all your intention and all your energy, do everything you, you can do, it's in your power, I mean, to, to, to get to that goal and then let it go. Mm-hmm. And Something that I found very useful is to, when you create a goal or when you use an affirmation, is to say this or something better. Mm-hmm. 
for me and for all and for everyone involved right because i mean we can see things only from a certain perspective but from the perspective of god universe spirit whatever you want to call him or her uh, buddha la krishna whatever it doesn't i mean uh, we all have different you know names for for the divine uh from from the point of god of spirit or god um things are different from from how we see them and sometimes not reaching our goal is the mm. best gift we can have we can receive mm. uh but i mean in that moment we we are not aware of that so you know giving a little bit of space and trust that, that's the other thing you know develop setting our goals and then let it go and developing trust in the universe got it so really quickly we've got some uh, listeners Cheryl saying hello Amina is saying focus on your goals not that of others don't attach too closely to your own goals right and yeah. then just uh, let it go yeah, I mean now, a quick question for you uh, Lucia I mean you give the example of the the man who's 30 years of age and he's an engineer was initially focused very closely towards what people wanted him to be and then he realized that he has this his own passion of becoming a guitarist or moving in that direction and he was 30 30 so it's not you know that old but there are people who are older maybe 45 47 right who've you know focused pretty much a large chunk of their life towards a particular direction but now they have this yearning this calling to move in a different direction so what advice do you have for them because uh, you know from one perspective it might feel like you know their life is wasted or they've wasted so many years or you know fruitful years like they say of their life what advice do you have for them in terms of maybe switching directions yeah well actually it's a very good question because it happens very often when, mm. in my experience when we reach uh, age of fifties uh, around uh there's an energy shift okay mm. for women it's also menopause which which brings about a lot of unresolved emotions and unresolved energy right. uh but it brings it a i mean it it, it it all those things surface in order to be resolved and in order to start a new life um and for men also it's like you know looking back at your life and and uh, uh, and stopping and 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 looking inside which wow. normally it, it, most people don't do it during you know their their previous years because they are too focused on children family career and so and so it happens quite often you know that around that age uh people want to sh shift their lives and um well, I think that that um, life always brings us precisely where we are meant to be. So even for me, just, just to give you an example, um, of course, one could ask, okay, what, you know, being a model, an international model and a spiritual teacher and a writer has to do, has, has in common. So, right. <clears throat> you know, I could have thought, okay, I, I wasted my time there. Okay, except you know earning good money which 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 is fine but uh except that i wasted my time there you know if i had continued my my spiritual call since you know i, I was a teenager if i had continued instead of yeah. just continuing it in order to go to to the to the fashion world and then change everything but if i had continued it, i would be much further in my spiritual quest in my spiritual path but I don't think that's the case. I think that even, you know, walking several paths in our life, being yeah. 
an engineer and then a guitarist or my husband my my husband uh, was uh, an international lawyer an attorney and then in his probably 30 when he was now 40 around 40 changed everything and he became a coach a life coach right uh, and so, uh, of course, I mean, you don't waste your time. I mean, you don't waste your experiences. You keep those experiences, life experiences, with you, and 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 you and you add that that quality, that 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 energy uh, to your new life. Right. So it's not wasted at all. Got it. So there you go, Action Tribe. If you are listening, watching, right, this session, no matter where you are in life, at what juncture you are. And no matter what you feel like, maybe you're 45 or 55, even or even 60, yes. it's never too late to change. Everything is a divine opening. And uh, if you're feeling that, then it's probably time that you can make a shift or a change in your life. So don't feel like it's too late or it's too early. Now is the right moment. Uh, now, uh, Lucia, this is an important question, which I you know, come across through my conversations with people in my community is that many people have goals, right? They've got visions yeah. in their mind, uh, but most people aren't able to transform these goals that they have in their mind into reality. So how do we ensure that our goals indeed become a reality without fail? Now, I know there's one extreme of thinking about the goals every day, but how do we ensure that we are not going towards the other extreme and ensuring yeah. that, you know, these goals become or are manifested into reality? Yeah. So, um, in, in what we do, for example, in uh, in uh, uh, in a whole new life method, um, we um, walk through the whole uh, axis of change, which are the, the the several steps that we need to go through, uh, make sure to go through if we really want to to achieve our goals. So the first I already talked about is. Uh, is awareness because if we are not aware then we, we can't change anything uh, and then uh, the second one is motivation so we need to have enough motivation to move to leave our comfort zone right. because leaving our comfort zone is not easy it's scary mm -hmm. it has been scary for me and it's scary for almost everyone uh, so how do you leave it uh, well i I think there's a there's a, a question a coaching question that helped me tremendously, and and I still use it when you know I, I want to make a change and I'm in that in that step I'm already aware but I need to go through you know to, to gain enough motivation is like the fuel we put in our in our car, and the question is, uh, what is the cost I'm paying to stay in this situation? Because normally we ask ourselves what is the cost of living. Mm -hmm. this job this relationship this blah blah uh but the question we should really ask is what's the cost of stay mm -hmm. for my whole life here in this job which i don't like in this relationship in this city etc etc right. so um once we gather enough motivation uh then uh, it's time to uh take a decision and create because that's, that's the step that most people skip, you know. Take a decision, which means make a commitment mm. with ourselves and possibly also to another people, you know, because when we commit to another person, we become accountable. In mm. fact, in our workshop, in my workshop, what I do is there's a moment where, where people pair up and they commit to each other. 
So they just not, co I mean, they also commit with me, but they also commit to each other. So then they become accountable to start creating their change. Right. And so it's it, decision and creation. And creation uh, is, is a very important phase because many methods just, you know, teach you to visualize your goals and feel the intensity, which is good, which is yeah. good. But most of the times it's not enough. So uh, creation has two parts, internal creation. So mm -hmm. you need to, um, um, how can I put it, to create um, uh, a strong belief system that will help you. For example, if you, like, like me, uh, um, a belief system I had is that work is something uh, that, I mean, work and passion are two different things, okay? Right. So work has to be hard. Passion is nice, so you can't put them together. You can't put, okay. you can't make your passion your work and earn from it. Yeah. So I had to reframe, meaning change that that belief. So look at the belief in this part. You need to look at the belief you have and and start changing the belief if it's not helping you, if it's not supporting you in your in your. And and the belief may be I'm not good enough. I don't have you know enough resources enough time etc etc and then there's the external change and the external change is pure action because mm. we can't just think about our goals we start we need to start taking actions toward our goal and it, the, the easiest way is to start with small actions small steps because if we wait you know until the big step like for example yeah. when i wanted to write a book of course, I started thinking, oh, who am I? You know, I'm not good enough, blah, blah, blah. And then I yeah. worked on, on this belief. And then in order to change them, okay, yes, okay, I put together my experience and, and my my uh, intention is to write a book that will really be helpful for people. And then people will decide, you know, mm. it's not for me to decide. But, so I changed the, this internal belief and then I started to, to create my action plan. And if I had thought of writing 300 pages, wow, it would be, you know, too difficult. But like one page a day, then it's doable. Mm -hmm. So break up the goals into small, small, small steps and do, I mean, take a step a day. And that is really something that, that, that uh, helps you with, with achieving your goal. And then oh. the last part is solidification, but that is that comes afterwards, you know. And solidification has to do with with um, with with noticing every every result you have, even the smallest one, because we tend to notice what 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 the results we don't have, and so mm -hmm. we lose motivation. Instead, to keep the motivation up is to congratulate ourselves, you know, on our successes, even small successes, and, and keep on refining our action plan. Got it. So there you go, Action Tribe, some powerful stuff that is shared right now. It's important to, as we are moving towards our goal and, you know, creating a, a plan towards achieving it, to identify what are the underlying belief systems or mindset limits that you might have uh, or associations that you might have about that particular goal, about that vision. Chances are that you might have a structured plan, but if your mindset is limited, uh, then you might not be able to get there. So it's about, you know, again, coming back to building awareness about your mindset, your belief systems, things that have been ingrained within you maybe since childhood. And then the other interesting part that uh, Lucius shared was 
not getting overwhelmed by huge you know goal which can seem uh, very overwhelming initially but to break it down chunk it down into small steps that you can take uh, day by day each and every day so that you see momentum and progress towards your vision uh, now uh, lucia could you talk to us about the chemical dopamine our yeah. the various chemicals that influence our everyday life because our listeners are very intrigued by all of this <laughs> yeah yeah well um dopamine is a very interesting hormone because uh, it is released when we complete something or when we feel a gratification okay, okay. but so for example uh we eat junk food typically <laughs> mm. and we we get a release of dopamine um but what happens that the problem is that when we work towards our goal we don't see the results immediately ah. so so that's why we don't feel a rush of dopamine we we feel a rush of dopamine only at the end when we get to the when when we achieve our goals yeah. our goal but i mean the time to achieve our goal maybe one year later two years later yeah. and if for two years we haven't you know felt that rush of dopamine the risk is giving up uh giving up and instead of for example let, let, let's take the example of writing a book mm-hmm. if you write a book and your goal is writing the writing a whole book then yeah. the rush of dopamine you feel only when you see the book published or when you sign a contract mm-hmm. with 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 the publisher yeah but it's too late because before that you need to be writing and writing and writing and have enough motivation to keep on writing mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and so how and, and in my book i i talk precisely about that how to trick our mind so that we that we use the dopamine cycle to mm-hmm. our advantage so the idea is instead of setting a goal to write a book i i mean you know you want to write a book but the goal is one page a day so one page a day done completed dopamine rush next day one page dope done completed dopamine rush etc etc even half even three lines a day okay it doesn't matter the smaller the better then if you mm-hmm. are able to do more do more but like for example if you if you do it with with i don't know um write your your resume write your your new job presentation you know or your website for example um if you think about creating a whole new website it's mm. like a, a daunting activity <laughs> like yeah. months of you know writing and 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 coding and everything but if your if your goal is three lines okay half a page or one banner or you know small things then you get the dopamine rush just for that and then it's done you know when when you have a to do list and you and you click a tick you tick done you yeah. feel good <laughs> yes that's dopamine got it got it so they go action drive it's all about understanding how our complex mind works and then gamifying your the process and rewarding your mind um so that you make that consistent progress towards your vision and your goal but ultimately it's about chunking things down and being smart about it uh so that you are able to achieve all your deepest desires and dreams so lucia based on what we've shared today and you've shared a lot with our audience what is that one action step that you'd like to share with our listeners so um one action step is do something you are afraid to do 
Mm-hmm. Every day, try to challenge yourself, even a small thing, okay? Like, uh, I don't know, uh, asking uh, a favor to a stranger uh, mm-hmm. in the street or uh, say no uh, to someone uh, or, uh, I don't know, or go outside. I, there was one lady in, in a <laughs> workshop, in a retreat. I need retreats in Thailand and Bali. So there was one lady um from northern europe and she was very nice very you know well dressed and and she uh in her own life uh when she used to i mean go out go outside she always used to wear makeup even okay. her, her husband had never seen her without makeup i don't know how she did it i mean because <laughs> it was, but she said that she waited for her husband to to go to sleep and then she took her makeup away you know and then she w- would wake up uh, 20 minutes before her husband and put makeup on and so what she did for the whole retreat is no makeup and for her it was such you know a liberation so do something even a little thing you are afraid of every day Got and uh, this will uh, train you to be more courageous so when you when you're faced with with difficult decisions or with with you know, life-changing decision, then you're already trained. Because you train with easy things, like, you know, uh, ask a favor or, or this one, those small things. So you'll be trained when you face bigger decisions. That's amazing. So Action Tribe, do something each and every day that you're afraid of. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for this episode, visit my 7 forward slash 318 my7chakras.com forward slash 318. And if you're enjoying this podcast, especially on your iPhone, so make sure you hit the subscribe button on your phone because it'll ensure that you don't miss out on any new exciting episode that we release. Once again, to save time, make sure that you hit the subscribe button on your phone. If you plan to be less than you are capable of, I warn that you will be deeply unhappy for the rest of your life. This is a quote by Abraham Maslow. Action Tribe, broadly speaking, there are two types of pain. One pain is a difficulty you experience of not having hit your goals or achieved your vision, even though you've been at it for a few months or even years. The other type of pain is the pain of regret, of not even making an attempt towards achieving your vision or your goals because you felt that maybe you weren't capable of change or maybe you preferred a life of safety and certainty. From what I'm learning, the pain of regret is the greatest pain of all because it implies that you might have to go to the grave with all your treasures and your ideas and your gifts within you. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, I know that you have been you know, deeply longing and craving to be part of something larger than yourself, of achieving that goal that is deep within your mind. Have faith, like we're learning today, because it is possible. You are stronger, braver, and smarter than you are given to believe. And don't ever give up, because like Abraham Maslow said, if you plan to be any less than you're truly capable of, then you will be deeply unhappy for the rest of your life. So, Lucia, talk to us about a time when you experienced a major challenge you know what situation were you in at that point and then what steps did you take to overcome it um well i think uh, there are many who comes to mind and um i would say 
uh, one major challenge was when I left my marriage. Because um, when I left my job as a model, I also left two companies I had established together with my ex-husband, who was a, a model as well. It was a, a fashion, uh, 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 like a school for, for models and, and, a, uh, and, and a company in fashion to organize fashion shows. Uh, and um, and then I also left, I left all of that and, and I also left my marriage and uh, all of that together, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and I decided the best time to do it, um, Christmas Eve. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was totally alone walking for, in the streets of Bologna and looking at happy families, happy couples. And, and I was there alone, and, and uh, plus I had done that to myself. I mean, it was not that I had been, you know, uh, like left by my husband or, no, I, I had decided to give it all up. <laughs> and so it was not easy because I started doubting myself. I started saying, because everybody around me, like my friends and family used to say, go to see a psychiatrist, you have some deep, very mm. real problems, you know, giving, I mean, this behavior, giving all this up for what, mm -hmm. you know, and for something that in Italy at that time didn't, did not exist because coaching in Italy was unknown at that time. Right. Uh, so um, what did I do? I prayed. I prayed a lot. I prayed for, for guidance. Uh, and, and, uh, and also I asked myself another very interesting and useful coaching question. What is the worst that can happen? Right. You know, am I going to die? No, probably I'm not going to die of, you know, pain of emotional pain. No, I'm not going to die. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, am I going to be broke? Well, maybe, you know, because if I, if I am not able to, to, to start a new business out of my coaching practice, maybe, but I mean, I still have two legs, two hands, two eyes, and I can invent something. So mm -hmm. I'm probably I'm not even going to be so broke. And so what's the worst thing that, I mean, I, I will end up alone, yes, for a while, but then I will find new friends. I will find, you know, maybe a new partner. So I, I can survive this. So that, that, that's how, uh, that's how I, I actually survived that moment. Got it. And based on that, what is that one major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, that um, rock bottom teaches you lessons that uh, peak moment cannot teach you. And that, you know, dark moments are actually the best lessons. I, I, I don't want to say are the best moments because actually they're very <laughs> painful. And so I don't want anybody to look for that moment. But, but, but I mean, we are so scared of dark moments, but in yeah. reality, there's so much uh, uh, nurture there. There's so much to learn there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and Come look, on. I mean, even, even, even in history, I, I quoted Gandhi, you know, at the beginning of our conversation, but if uh, uh, Britain had, you know, behaved so badly in India, probably Gandhi would, I mean, would have just been a lawyer like many others and nothing mm. more. Uh, in South Africa. <laughs> yeah, in South Africa, exactly. Uh, or I don't know, even Harry Potter, he, he, without, right. you know, Voldemort, 
Harry Potter wouldn't have, you know, uh, uh, gotten in touch with his talent and, and special gifts. He That's wouldn't true. just know that. So in this sense, you know, don't be afraid of, of dark moments because they are there for a reason. They are there to, to make us stronger, to, uh, to, 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 to put our, us more in contact with our gifts. So the Action Tribe, uh, what we're learning today is not to be afraid of the dark moments in your life, even though you might find yourself in a dark moment, instead embrace it because the truth is that you need to ask yourself, what is the worst that could happen? And if you really uh, are honest with yourself, then you would realize that there's a lot of good things that are happening in your life and that very light in the presence of your life can bring you out of there. Action Tribe, I hope you enjoyed today's session so far and I'm sure that you have a thing or two that you can work on immediately after this episode ends, no matter how difficult things seem from your vantage point, just know that you have it in you to achieve your dreams and goals. You may, you know, face some difficulty. You might have some traumatic memories in your mind that keep you, right? Keep reminding you of uh, uh, what you've gone through. So it's not the memory itself, but the meaning that you give it, the association yeah. that you have towards it that gives it power over you. So it's time to address those emotional stuck patterns so that you are set free it's time to let go of things that no longer serve you so that you can use that energy to fuel your vision and to zoom towards your goals. You, my friend, have the power to change how you look at your past. And more importantly, you have the power to turn a brand new page and start afresh. Because just like Marcus Aurelius once said, if something external hurts you, it's not the thing that disturbs you, but it is what you think about it right so by the way these wonderful quotes i've picked from uh lucia's book so we're going to talk about how you can get your own book as well uh but for the time being we're going to move into the wisdom round which includes four questions so that you have that piece of wisdom that you can act upon so uh, lucia what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received um be yourself, <laughs> be yourself no matter what. Even if, you know, your opinion is um, counter uh, intuitive or even if your opinion is not, you know, the one uh, is not taken so well. Um, so for example, just to give you an, an, an example, I'm uh, vegan uh, and, and, I, and I have been first vegetarian then vegan since I was nine years old, okay, so for a long, long time, and uh, and of course, when I work, especially with companies, with big corporates, it's not easy. You know, we are eating together, and I and I always have, you know, to defend in a way my, my position. Mm. And uh, and uh, at the beginning, I would say, no, I just won't, don't feel like eating meat. I I wouldn't just, you know, openly uh, right. say, well, I'm vegan. Why? But now, since many years, I do it, and and I don't care. I mean, and they can think whatever they want, and and especially here in Italy, and I don't know if it's the same for other places in the world. But there's a kind of of you know, um, I mean, vegan are challenged by by mm -hmm. by the institutions because yeah. you know. So yeah, be yeah. yourself. Be yourself. If there's something that is important for you, don't hide it. Just be yeah. yourself. 
Yeah. There's always this one or two people in the group who want to challenge the vegans, right? There's always this, uh, you know, discussion between whether it's good to be vegan or whether it's good to be, you know, grass fed or, you know, whatnot. That's one of the biggest arguments there is, but it's great that you can stand up for yourself and just be yourself uh, in front of uh, strangers as well as people that you love. Now, if you could turn back time and spend one hour with someone who is currently living or dead, who would it be? Ah, that's a good one. Um, so, so Margaret Mead, you know, the great anthropologist. Margaret Mead sounds very really familiar. Yeah. yeah, she 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 was a great anthropologist, and yeah. uh, since my background is also in anthro- it's in psychology, but also anthropology, psychoanthropology, yeah. and I've always been very, uh, I mean fascinated by you know the, the 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 wisdom the traditional wisdom in many uh tribes and countries that were not so uh, spoiled by by globalization and civilization and of course i mean in our age with with this globalization it's not so easy to find but in her age last century yeah. uh, she was really i mean she had really incredible contacts and incredible teachings from from uh, mm. those people so yeah right right the reason why i felt her name was familiar because uh, i remembered that she uh, you know phrased a quote something along the lines of uh, you know we feel that individuals might not be able to change the world but a small group of people yes. are the only, only ones that can indeed have yes. have been changing the world. So, you know. Yes, yes, so, yes. And I and I totally much. agree. And I totally agree. She, because uh, that's why I mean, even you know, now with technology, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, of course, you can have a bad use of technology, and you mm-hmm. can become dependent. But at the same time, you can have a good use of technology, like this podcast, for example. You know, where we gather together, we exchange yeah. ideas. We exchange stories, and then we we live enriched, and and uh, in our we go back to our communities. With and it's like all of us are together in all of our communities, because because yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Exactly change things. Uh, so what is that thing you do in the morning, or maybe in the evening before you sleep, that has improved uh, the quality of your life? So um, I do several things like uh, in the morning, as soon as I wake up, I do meditation for uh, I do two kinds of meditation, which I put together. One uh, has to do with breathing because I'm also I work. I mean, I've been studying, you know, the the, the, uh, power of breath work and I also teach breath work. And so uh, it's a it's a kind of breathing meditation that that helps um activate the parasympathetic system so the relaxation response and then there's another meditation i do which is my usual meditation with mantras so i do all of that uh and it's uh seven minutes per two so 14 minutes the first one and 14 minutes the the second one and then i do another uh, breathing technique which comes from Wim Hof. I don't know if you ever Wim heard Hof. of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I do that as well. So that's my, and then I do some affirmation. So that's my practice oh, in the okay. morning. And um, and then I normally do some yoga when I mm-hmm. don't work, when I have time. I do like an hour of yoga. 
Um, and then I walk my dog when, because uh, he also <laughs> needs some uh, some of my attention. And uh, in the evening, I read some uh, inspirational books. Or okay. depending on what time it is, I, it may be a longer uh, time or just you know a few lines. But yeah, and then I, I normally set an intention for uh, or a prayer, send out a prayer for my sleep. Got it, got it. That's wonderful. And I'm sure many of our listeners are taking notes in terms of what particular step that they can incorporate into their morning or evening routine. That's wonderful. Now, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Bhagavad Gita. (laughs) Well, it's a book I love. Also, Autobiography of a Yogi uh, from Yogananda. And there's a beautiful version of the Bhagavad Gita from Ram Das, which is called mm. Path to God. And because I think that the Gita, if you read it, it's not easy to understand. Mm-hmm. But Ram Das, uh, in this book, Path to God, does a beautiful explanation, full of you know stories, and and he he translates the the Gita into everyday teachings. Wow. Wonderful. I love, uh, you know, I, I love the stories and the lessons that one can learn from the Gita. And there's so much, right? It's 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 so much information in there. And the beauty is that uh, they're all stories. So it's easier to remember as opposed to, uh, you know, esoteric information that you have to memorize. If it's a story, uh, humans can remember so easily. Uh, so Action Tribe, would you like to receive one free audio book? That's right, because audible.com is offering all our listeners, everyone, one free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial via Audible. So, uh, to get that uh, audiobook and start listening, right, to your book, not reading, listening to your book, then go to my7chakras.com forward slash free book. That's my7chakras.com forward slash free book. I'm not particularly sure if this book is available on Audible, but you can check it out and claim your free book. Uh, so, uh, Lucia, thank yet, you. It's not yet available on Audible, unfortunately, but I it's hope not, okay. it will be. <laughs> okay, got it. So, Lucia, thank you so much for joining us today. Before you go, tell us one thing that you are grateful for and, and how we can find you online. Yeah, sure. So I am grateful uh, uh, for, well, actually, I'm grateful for my life. Uh, um, So in general, uh, I'm grateful for my husband, my parents, my dog. I'm grateful for my everyday life. Uh, And I'm grateful to be alive because it's not, you know, again, (laughs) it's not for granted. Mm. Uh, And, uh, and, um, well, I also have uh, where to find me. Um, my website, which is my name, basically, uh, luciagiovanini.com. So it's L-U-C-I-A-G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I-N-I.com. And there's also a free gift uh, for you, for the the listeners. It's a five-part video series challenge. Um, Yeah, and, and the idea, and it's taken from the access of change from my method, A Whole New Life. And it, it actually, these five videos challenge will walk you through uh, creating uh, a, a true goal, the, the right way to create a goal. And, and uh, you can use it for, for anything. I mean, to, I don't know, um, be- lose weight or, or eat better or start meditating or or start a new, I mean, a new job or, or anything you want. Uh, 
uh, and um, so it, it, it's uh, it's I put it together because uh, how many times we have sworn to ourselves that we would change and maybe we did change for a while but then we slipped back into old habits so uh, because we missed some of the steps and in these five videos you I'll guide you through the whole steps and the link for that is um well it's it, it, it luciagiovanini.com slash five day transformation challenge but Perfect. i'll i'll send i'll send it also to you so you can uh, yeah. you can got it we'll add the link in the show notes action tribe if you've listened so far it means that you're really enjoying today's episode and if you feel different you feel optimistic you feel like you've learned something new then please support our podcast uh, i've created a donate button so that you can choose your favorite number and support us the link my7chakras.com forward slash support that's my7chakras.com forward slash support if you're on instagram take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on instagram so that i can share your story with our community my handle is at my7chakras that's at my7chakras and finally if you've got a question comment observation or an experience that you'd like to share about this episode or about anything in regards to my seven chakras you can write to me at aj at my seven chakras.com that's aj at my seven chakras.com lucia thank you so much for coming on our show sharing your story uh giving us these tools and these ways to look at life so that we can not just um envision our goals but also take measures towards achieving it and manifesting it into reality and that's something that everyone over here is wanting to do so thanks a lot for sharing all of that wisdom and taking us uh, one step closer to a human revolution thank you aj thank you very much it's been an honor and a pleasure thank you everyone thank you for listening to my seven chakras at my7chakras.com that is my s e v e n chakras.com When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.